Okay, I am timing myself. Actually, I have to do it as a stopwatch or a timer. There we go. I'm giving you the... Um, I'm giving you the five membership vows because the goal of a communicants class is to profess faith. Uh, that's the whole reason we're doing this. Um, it's, it's as a help to the children. They, I pass it. Thank you. I, I, um, I'm seeking to, to aid the children in the very thing they struggle to do, which is, um, which is to profess faith. A lot of children have faith, but they struggle to express it or profess it. But in order to be a member of a church, or at least a full communing member, if you've been baptized, you need to be able to profess faith. You need to be able to not only describe what a Christian is. Remember, that's the, the big question we're answering. Um, what is a Christian? But to be able to say, can anyone answer that? And I can already see we're a little more focused today. And we got a class clown right next to me, my own son. So he is not, no, no good. <laughs> you don't like being called. But we had a bad class last time, guys. We never quite had that. But we seem a little more serious today, so I like that. Let's try to sustain that for 13 more minutes. But what if, if the question is, uh, what is a Christian? What, is, what are the elders going to hope that you can say when you come before them and profess faith? Duncan? I am a Christian. Thank you. I was hoping that was an easy... It lend itself to, to, the, to that. So, yes. I am a Christian. So, but what are the kinds of things that you need to be able to say? Well, obviously, the five membership vows, which we covered last time, and those are still, and I mean the last set of classes, those are still on the Internet. And uh, I would encourage anyone who's, who didn't attend that to listen to those if you're hoping to do that with the elders. Uh, but these are supplemental. We'll do it fall, spring, fall, spring, and just keep doing it as long as we have children in the church. So I am a Christian and the tool, the great tool that uh, our, our Puritan forefathers gave us to help instruct the children in the faith so that they can express it is the shorter catechism. So that's what we're working through. And what was the subject we considered last time as the great chief end of the Christian life? Yes, wait. No. What does the shorter catechism say is the chief end of man that we considered last time? Grace. The glory of God. That's right. So, and we talked about what it is, and we talked about how, how we pursue it as our chief end. Can anyone tell me what our chief end means? Because we're still considering that under the second ending. Uh, William, what does a chief end mean? You, you almost got the thing you want most. That's exactly it. The thing you want most. And so it's the thing you're pursuing, the thing you're determined to get. And the thing a Christian wants most is the glory of God. It's also the thing God wants most. Remember, I said that God's chief end is to glorify God. There's no higher end than that. There's nothing more worthy of your your uh, your life's pursuit. And again, we talked about the ways we do that. But the question ends with another thought. We glorify and enjoy him. We also enjoy him, which the same thought applies. God's chief end is not just to glorify himself always in all his actions, but also to enjoy himself in all his actions. One second, James. And, and the, the real amazing thing is that God wants us to enjoy him. He wants our greatest happiness and our greatest pleasure to be found in him. Yes, James. Oh, that's a good question. How does he glorify himself? Oh, man, I, I'm not prepared to answer that. Uh, 
without going off on a tangent. Can we talk about that later? That's a good question, though. But I would say the answer is he asks, how does God glorify himself? I would say actually he does it in all of his actions. Um, everything he does glorifies himself in the salvation of sinners and the damnation of the wicked in, in creating the world. He is always glorifying his name. But that's a great question, I think, to be talked about another day. It's a good question based on everything that I've said. You could ask the same question, how does God enjoy himself? But the real thing that we're asking here is, how do we enjoy God? And also recognizing that, again, a Christian is someone who is able to say that I not only want the glory of God, but I want to enjoy God. God is my chief end, my highest pleasure, my greatest delight, the thing I love most. Again, what is it about Christmas that you love so much, Christmas morning, that you're excited about? It's that you enjoy it. <laughs> yes, and there you get a big smile. That's some, you're enjoying just the thought of it. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about. Just the thought of God is something that puts a smile to your face. And you're meant to feel that way always. And, uh, and, and it's something, again, that's your end. So maybe you're not there yet, but you're pursuing it. You realize, I ought always to be enjoying God. And, and maybe sometimes in my more sinful moments, I'm not, just like I'm not glorifying him always. But it's the thing I want most. I, I, I want to be happy in Jesus. Remember that hymn? Uh, trust and obey, for it's the only way to be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. Enjoying God. So, um, hmm. <laughs> Are you joining the class, Anne, or are you? Okay. All right. Uh, I apologize. Um, you, you are, uh, let's see, I lost my train of thought there. So, if God wants us to glorify and enjoy him, I would say that we will never want to glorify him until we believe that he can be enjoyed. If we view, it's the same with worship. Is worship, I I know to a kid, worship is, I know what the word is, my daughter reminded me of it again today, it's boring. Uh, My five-year-old daughter told me that, especially the sermon she told me. So it's not exactly the most exciting thing, and I get it. I was a kid once too. But do you think that we're trying to bore you? Is our goal not to be enjoyable? No, our goal is to be enjoyable, but after a spiritual fashion. It's what we are offering to you is God. And when God is your chief and highest end, then I think that you will find that you enjoy worship more and more because you're meeting with God in worship. And if anything, in the contrast to the world, you'll say, oh, this is something that is such blessed relief. Here, in the quietness of worship, I am able to meet with God. In the same way, if you're in a worship service or in a church where you can't find God as as an earnest Christian, maybe that's a church you don't want to be in. But you shouldn't look to be entertained. That's the kind of model you find in the church t- churches today. You should look for God and you should seek to God. You should be seeking for God. God is meant to be enjoyed. He's meant to be many things. He's meant to be feared. He's meant to be obeyed. He's meant to be glorified. But God wants us to enjoy him as much as he enjoys himself, if that were possible, which it isn't. He wants us, like Adam, to walk with him or Enoch. These are figures in the very earliest chapters of the Bible. When you see God and Adam walking together in the garden, what is that a picture of? Think very simply. I'm I'm expecting an answer, though. What is that a picture of? 
Not quite. Heaven is a good answer, but that's being with him. But what is that? What's a good word for that? Oh, or Wiley. What? Well, yes, that was too easy. (laughs) It is a joy. I'm looking for one word. God and Adam were friends. Who said that? Was that good, Clara? It's a picture of friendship. You remember Jesus said that to his disciples, that I have called you friends, not just servants. Duncan, you said obedience. That's true. But I've called you friends. And so that's what Jesus is seeking to do is to befriend you. Uh, Isn't there a hymn like that? I found a friend of such a friend. Uh, So so again, when you think of what it is to enjoy God, it's to walk with him as your closest companion. Though he is in heaven, you are able uh, that you are able to enjoy him always all of your life. To glorify and enjoy God forever, even into eternity. William, what is it that makes heaven heaven? You said it was a picture of heaven. Why do you, when you think of heaven, you think of the happiest place ever. But why is it such a happy place? Well, that's true. But it's because God is there. And it's the maximum enjoyment of God, uninterrupted for all eternity. That's why heaven is heaven. It's not because it's a place you go like Disney World and do a bunch of rides. It's not because it's fun. That's not why it's enjoyable. It's because God is there and it is your eternal enjoyment of him that makes it heaven. So walking with him always. Knowing him. Learning of him. Obeying him, as you said, Duncan. Is obedience just... I, I, I guess I got to keep the Sabbath. I know it's like that sometimes. I guess I got to go to church. Or is it actually something that you find, this is something that I'm, as a Christian, happy to do? If your happiness is not in obedience, then I question whether you're a Christian. Again, that's the question. Are you a Christian? But, you know, I really do enjoy obeying my master. It's the thing I love to do. Remember what Jesus said, by this I know you love me? What was the next phrase? Can anyone tell me? When you keep my commandments, we keep his commandments because we love him. Another word, I said it about a hundred times in the sermon. So let's see. I'll put you all to the test. <laughs> nice try. What is circumcision uh, a, a, a picture of? Uh, it's, it's one of these. Well, maybe I'm being I'm being unclear. It's an go ahead. Well, it's, it's something of the covenant. It's an, it's an ordinance. I kept saying ordinance. In other words, God, when he establishes the covenant, says, I want you to do this, I want you to do this, I want you to do this. To the Jew, he said, circumcision and all these other things. To the Christian of the new covenant, he says, I want you to come together and worship. I want you to sit under preaching, devoting yourselves to the apostles' teaching. I want you, uh, well, you have the list. I, I want you to do these things. But again, the question is, do you enjoy them? And not only do you enjoy them, because I know they can be boring, even to the, the, the very mature Christians sometimes. He might doze off a little in the sermon or find that his mind is wandering. But why do you enjoy them? Why do you enjoy the ordinances? What do you think the right answer is? Duncan? Well, God not only made them, but what was he seeking to do by them? He is offering himself to us. 
In other words, you, in enjoying the ordinances, what are you enjoying? Did, what did you say, Claire? God. That's the answer. That's the, if you're enjoying anything else in the ordinances, then you're like the Jew Paul was saying you don't want to be like. I also called him a formalist. But if you're enjoying God in the ordinances, if you read the Bible because you love God and want to know him and meet with him in the Bible and find he, this is his very word and he's speaking to me. And so I enjoy it. And you'll never do it unless you enjoy it. That's the truth. But you're meant to enjoy it. I love the first question of the Shorter Catechism because God is saying, or the Puritans, sorry, were saying that God is meant to not only be glorified but enjoyed. You're supposed to be happy in Jesus both for here and eternity, forever. And so here's the test, okay, for you, for, for you and for me. The question is, what is your chief end, okay? Well, how do you answer that question? By asking another question. What do you enjoy most? What do you enjoy most? It's a very search. Yes, Priscilla. I, can you speak louder? I, I, hope, I hope you mean it, but that's a good answer. To glorify God is what you enjoy most. Um, in fact, John Piper changes the answer to that question to, we, we glorify God by enjoying him. We glorify God by enjoying him. I, I'm not suggesting we go with that, but that's a good answer. Yes, Duncan? I mean, I, I, you raised your hand, but I think we have the answer. We're meant, what we are meant to enjoy most is God. So... I, I had wanted to get to the second question, and I didn't. Like I said, this class is very open-ended. I have no goal for this class but to work through some of the shorter catechism. And then where we stop is where we'll pick up next time So in the spring. So I don't have any big goals here except to just go over some very basic concepts with you. So the question, again, that I leave with you is, what do you enjoy most? That's the question. That's the heart question to ask yourself. Uh, and then why do you enjoy it the most? And try to be honest. And maybe the answer isn't God. That's okay. Don't stop there in despair. Keep going. Keep pushing. And, and figure out uh, w- whether maybe God is worth enjoying. And whether he wants you to enjoy him most. So, uh, and, and think of what heaven will be. And why heaven will be heaven. So, I'm going to stop there. Any closing questions? I'll allow one question if there is one. We need to stop, though. We're at 15 minutes. But feel free to talk to me anytime. One of the reasons I'm doing this is I want, I want there to be more regular contact between you guys and me. I don't want you to be afraid of me. If you have a question about the faith, you can reach out to me anytime. So always your parents first, but you're also always welcome to speak to me. So, and, and I, you know, you're all little disciples too. And I want you all to profess faith in Jesus. But let's stop there and close in prayer. And we'll do, we'll do number two and probably number three next time. So the first one is pretty packed, but the the next few questions get a little simpler. All right, Lord, we thank you for the teaching of the Shorter Catechism, and we want to enjoy you. We we want to see you not only as our chief and highest end, uh, but because of that to realize that we can only be happy and happiest when you are our chief and highest happiness. And so we pray, O God, that we would not only learn what it means to enjoy you, but also or, or to glorify you, but also to enjoy you and help these little children and disciples uh, to find this out for themselves as you reveal yourself to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.